What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Ask PJ Braun here at the Blackstone Labs podcast. You rushed that clap. Did I? Yeah, you wanted me to start. I, I can see it. There was a, a clap, a rush, rush clap. You were like, let's go. That was the let's start, PJ. Stop bullshitting. Let's start this shit. All right. All right, so we're going to uh, go ahead and give you guys a little bit of... A little bit of banter about the ice cream here today. Can they can they see his beard? How, your beard is it's this part of your beard is growing so fast. I know, just uh, like outwards. You know what Long. I think you should do now that it's that so it's so powerful there. Get a haircut. No, you cut this part, but leave that. Oh yeah, they did that back then. I know they did. So it goes just handlebars out straight to the chops. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Think then you'll really be whoa. What the fuck? Did you hear that? Uh-uh. I think that my things weren't on all the way. And it just clicked in really hard. Yours aren't even on, so you I'm didn't hear it. I'm not even wearing mine. So. <laughs> uh, it just clicked real loud in my ears. Oh, well, thank God I didn't have mine on yet. Um, well, all right. So that's uh, that killed my train of thought. Um, what were we talking about? Um, well, I, I wanted to talk about the fact that I went to go get more of that ice cream in the fridge, and it's all eaten. Ooh, I've been eating it a lot. It's all gone. I have been eating the iso cream, guys. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell the, 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 the listeners something really cool. So when I did the ice cream thing, I'm going to be completely honest, when I – orchestrated the whole deal. I was hammered. And uh, many of you, or not all of you, but some of you know that I don't drink anymore. So um, I'm focused on my fitness and getting lean and mean. I'm eating very clean, haven't broken my diet. I just rhymed that whole shit. That was like a little rap. Yeah. I was like Muhammad Ali right there. I think I don't think Muhammad Ali did any rapping. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too pretty. Uh, So anyway, so I'm working on my fitness like Fergie and – this was like one of the last things that I did when I was a fat slob and hammered one night. I, I made friends with a guy who has an ice cream company and we were talking about ice cream because one of the things I used to do when I was drunk is I would just, just go and get Ben and Jerry's and just crush a pint of ice cream. Just house mad Just pints. crush it. I would like not eat all day and then I would just sit on the couch and eat ice cream. I, I was doing do. it like every night. I still do it. And then I'd be like, why am I fat? Um, <laughs> so we were talking about how good ice cream is and he was like, you should send me. Some of your protein and I'll make, I'll make it into ice cream. And I was like, nah. And he was like, no, I mean, I'll do it for free. And I was like, nah, protein ice cream sucks. And he goes, no, protein ice cream sucks. He goes, not protein ice cream that I'm going to make. I was like, what's going to make yours different? He goes, I make real ice cream. He's like, these, these companies that are making it, they're not making ice cream. They're just flavoring ice. And I go like, I think that halo top sucks. And he goes, it's because there's no dairy in it. He's like, can't make ice cream without dairy. It just is what it is. So it's it, not cream. No. So it can't be ice cream. It's, it's, no it can't cream. be. It is not. It's it's like it's not. It's like the old jelly or jam debate. It's yeah, you're not jamming nothing in there. <laughs> so <laughs> you can't make ice cream, guys, without cream. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. So he was like, I could make it extra healthy for you with skim milk and minimal amounts of, of calories, but it'll at least be real ice cream. And I was like, ah, eh, whatever. I'm like, I'll send send me shit. It's gonna suck like Halo Top. Yeah. I'm not gonna fucking stop eating Ben and Jerry's for Halo Top. You, you literally can't. Like my ex used to used to be like, come home with like she would buy me my shit, you know, because I, I like like the Jimmy Fallon one. That one's really good. Oh, the, the Tonight Dough. Yeah, yeah it's really, really good. good. I'm I'm partial to the strawberry cheesecake myself. I honestly I I was in like a rotation of all of them. It's like smooth and creamy, but see, like like I used to like half baked, but it's too rich. Half baked is good. It's too rich. Mm. It's so sweet. I love the I love the um you know the ones that have the core. Yes, and it's got like the the cheesecake core. Yeah, those are so core good. And the brownie core. I would, I was like, I would get like four different pints and like take like a half of each one and put it in a big ass bowl. Damn. And then I would take Trader Joe's all natural peanut butter because it's really like liquidy okay. and just drizzle it all over the top and then just, just put like an obscene amount of whipped cream on it. 
and just sit there with like a giant like cereal bowl eating it. Why am I fat? <laughs> <laughs> I never ate ice cream earlier. I'm getting a, I'm getting off on a, on a tangent here. So anyway, I'm like, I'm not gonna stop eating good ice cream for this whack protein shit, right? No. And and like the reason I brought up my ex is because she would be like, there's only. 200 calories in the whole thing. I'm like, it's 200 calories of fucking flavored ice. Yeah. That's Why would you want that? I'm like, I'll go have a popsicle, you know? Yeah. There's 10 calories in this popsicle and it tastes ice. fucking good. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I thought it was going to suck like that. He sends it here. I'm like, hey, everybody, I got some uh, protein ice cream for everyone to try. And the first person who tried it was David. And he goes, this isn't protein ice cream. And I was like, yes, it is. And he's like, no, it's not. He goes, get the macros. I can tell that there's a lot of fat and sugar in this. And I was like, nope, you're wrong. And um, he was like, it's really good, but it's, there's no way it's, he's like, I, I like Halo Top. And I was like, do you like Halo Top? What the fuck is wrong with all these people liking Halo Top? Excuse my language. It's not good. It's just when people are dieting and it's like, they want to have Yeah, I mean, taste. anything, anything tastes good when you're dieting. No, I was talking about the other day, like I used to like work with girls that would chew like six packs of sugar-free gum a day. Yeah. And they have all these, these dumbass flavors because girls, sorry girls, but you're fat. You know, like you are fat on the inside. You might look great on the outside, but girls are like fat when it comes to food. That's, girls are the ones that post all the food porn, not guys. Yeah. When they're dieting, they're like, hey, let me post all these pictures of like treats. I don't even understand that. Like, I don't either. Dieting, I don't want to look at anything no, like that. I just, I just, I just. Eat for survival. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. I don't want to look at any of those pictures. They have gum now that's flavored like lemon meringue pie, cheesecake, meatloaf. Orange like, creamsicle. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. <laughs> meatloaf flavored gum. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> so they like to have their, their flavored ice, right? So I'm like, dude, this shit's really good. I was so shocked. So then we bring everybody in and everyone's tasting it like freaking out. The macros are crazy. So there's only two grams of fat. There's only, I think, four grams of, of carbs. And there's, I believe, 14 grams of protein, right? So I call the guy and I'm like, dude, I can't believe it. It's really fucking good. And I'm like, Give me, let's go over some price points. Let's talk about this. Everything was, was really solid. And uh, I'm like, how will this whole operation work? And he goes, all you got to do is supply, supply, is supply the protein and just do what you guys do best. He goes, to me... He goes, you're not a competitor to me. He's like, I make real ice cream. I don't care about protein ice cream. Yeah, he's like, I don't care about nutrition and, and supplement stores. You got to get him to send us some of the regular protein that he, or the regular ice cream. Well, he has a keto ice cream now. Okay. That's high in fat. He uh-huh. uses MCT oil. And he's like, it's the creamiest ice cream you'll ever try in your life. He's like, if you guys do anything with keto, it's like a matter of fact, I am Mr. Keto. Yeah. So this may come down the road. So, so anyway, I'm like, hey, can you make me a mint chocolate chip? I just want to surprise my dad. That's his favorite, right? Because, like, like, you know, my dad, like, everybody knows – well, not everyone. Everyone here knows my dad likes to hit up the old reefer. <laughs> yep. And one of his favorite treats is mint chocolate chip ice cream. After now, I don't even long. like fucking mint. I don't like mint no, ice cream. mint's gross. So I'm like, let's make this for my dad. So it comes in. I'm like, let me try it. I'm like, holy shit. This is, like, the best one. And then you tried it, and yep. you were like, dude, I don't even like mint, and this is fucking the best one. I actually hate mint or peppermint or anything flavored like that. I don't like chewing minty yum. I don't like any kind of peppermint, like lipstick. Peppermint patties. Not, yeah, not, no those minty suck. chocolate. I mean, like, Thin Mints are the one exception. Those are pretty good, I'll yeah. eat Thin Mints because those are dank. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, honestly, if you're, if you're a fan of, like, peppermint or, like, candy cane ice cream, I think mm, you're just brushing weird. your teeth with your dessert. It's yeah, disgusting. It's uh, although I did like, I did like when I was young... Like in the wintertime, some fucking peppermint schnapps, rumble mints. Uh, no. Rumble mints will get you. Ugh. That's but, like you're gonna, you can throw up, you can get fucked up, 
and you can throw up and you can make out with a chick still because your breath's all minty. Yes, it's okay. It's acceptable. So even even sharing my thoughts on mint, the dude, the mint chocolate chip is so good. It's the best it's one. Not too minty. It's just enough mint that you know that it's mint chocolate chip, but it's not overwhelming your mouth like a stick of toothpaste or something. It's it's so that one's so good, right? So. So we have three flavors. We have vanilla cookie dough, we have chocolate chip, and we have mint chocolate chip. So we weren't even going to do the mint chocolate chip. But it was so good that I was like, let's just do this, right? Or is so, it chocolate chocolate chip? I think it's chocolate chocolate chip. Yeah. Um, so we have those three flavors, and um, the plan is to, to launch it at the Arnold. And so I decided to post one of the labels. Well, I post one of the labels and um, stacked uh, Stack 3D, which is basically like the fitness industry's TMZ. Right. You know, they put out, put all the news and gossip and whatnot. Um they put it on the front of their site. Now, I didn't even know this, but people were, like, calling me. And they were like, dude, I saw that, that, that story on, on Stacked. And I was like, oh, shit. And I went and I looked. I was like, that's really cool that, that they did that, you know? So, anyway, it was almost like freaking fate, right? I'm looking at the article, and I'm reading it. It was he, he, uh, Shane that runs the site did a great job. Now, me and him have probably only spoken, like, twice in, like, six years, an email here and there, but I don't know if we've even spoken more than once. Like, we, we don't call each other. Right. You know? I respect what he's doing. He respects what, what I'm doing. Whatever. My phone rings, and it says, Shane, stacked. And I'm like, huh. I answer it, and I'm like, as soon as I answer it, I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Thank you for posting that article. And he goes, that's why I'm calling you. And I was like, what's up? And he goes, we've gotten an unheard of amount of inquiries about this. It's, it's, he goes, it's honestly blowing my mind. And so I wanted to reach out to you to see what else you have as far as information. He goes, you're the first like hardcore supplement company to put out an ice cream. He's like, no one's done it. Not BSN, not Spire. Good. And I was like, huh, I guess, I guess we are the only one. I was like, to be honest with you, man, like I, I, I wasn't looking to get rich on this. I just thought it'd be something cool. It's made from my isolation. So I'm like, let's call it ISO cream and it'll be something cool to, to add to, you know, into our arsenal of, of products. And I, I figured, you know, our core people would, would try it and like it. And I'm like, I was just happy that it blows away Halo, Halo uh, Top because I think Halo Top sucks. Right. And he and he goes, I like Halo Top. I'm like, you too? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm honestly, I only ever ate Halo Top when I was dieting, which when you're dieting, yes. it will taste like God. But when I'm not dieting, why on earth would I eat that over Ben & Jerry's? I no, wouldn't. Hell no. I wouldn't. I'll just save those calories. Yeah. So um, I'm like, dude, it blows away Halo Top. I'm like, are you going to be at the Arnold? He goes, yeah. And I was like, come by the booth and I'll give it to you. And he goes, I'm going to videotape it. He goes, I'm going to be completely honest with you. He's like, if it doesn't taste as good as Halo Top, I'm going to say it. And I go, well, I'm going to be completely honest with you. You're going to eat it and say that Halo Top sucks. Yep. I am like, it's not even about it being mine because I wasn't going to do this in the first place. I can tell you that the main difference between this stuff and Halo Top is the fact that when you eat Halo Top, no matter how good the flavoring is, whatever they put in there, your favorite Halo Top flavor, birthday cake, I don't care what it is, the Reese's one, whichever one. I've tried them all. They're all you know good, like I said, when you're, when you're dieting. The thing is, even when you're dieting, whatever, when you eat them, as soon as the ice cream is swallowed and not in your mouth anymore, it leaves you with that. It's not creamy and satisfying. It makes you want to eat another bite immediately. Yes. To, to get more of that flavor. Yeah, like drinking a diet soda when you're dieting. Exactly. So then like with the iso cream, it's actually creamy because it's real ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's the big difference. So like I know Halo Top's pitch is it's non-dairy for the, for the non-dairy people. Right. But like that's not ice cream. Nope. So I guess like we're – like, my whole thing is going to be Halo Top tastes like shit because it's not ice cream. And their whole thing is going to be like, well, we're dairy-free. You know, we're dairy free. It's not supposed to be ice cream, yeah. Um, but so I told him, I go, you know, I'm starting out with 20,000 20, units. You know, we'll see how it goes. You know, I wasn't looking to, like, change the world Mass with this. Manufacturer, ISO. Not, and then he was like, do you know that 
Halo Top did $66 million in revenue their first year? I was like, no, I didn't know that. He goes, listen, bro, you could be onto something huge right now. He's like, if it tastes as good as you say, he goes, your, ma- your macros are pretty comparable. He's like, this could really be like a big deal, game changer for you guys. So I was like, damn, you're getting me fired up. So today he reaches out to me and he's like, you should do a video and like explain the shipping, explain as much as you can because we're still getting inquiries rolling in nonstop. He goes, I'm going to put something back on my website. And I was like, dude, I really appreciate you doing this. And he goes, no, I appreciate you doing this because when you create something that's new and exciting, it gives us cool content to provide life into the industry. He goes, because otherwise I'd be writing about the new amino product that's out or, you know what I mean? The new pre-workout. And I was like, no, I I, I get it. Which has 0.5 more beta alanine. Yeah. You know, and it's like, he's like, this is different. He's like, no one has done this. So I really didn't look at that aspect of it. And now I'm really excited about it. Um, and we shall, we shall see the rest, but like to anybody that's listening to this, it really is good. I'm going to be excited for when we move into the three-way flavors like strawberry cheesecake. I can do anything. He said it all. He said all flavors of ice cream, no matter what flavor it is, start with either vanilla or chocolate. He's like, so all you need to do is provide me vanilla and chocolate. So we started out, we sent him a 50 pound bag of each and it was able to make, you know, 20,000 units that that'll go straight from Jared in Atlanta to him. All the shipping goes out of Texas. We don't have to worry. But there, there's, there's nothing that we do other than, other than take the orders and market it. Right. Put it in all our little hot little girls' hands on the internet. You already know we're good at that. Yes, we are. I put everything in those little hot little girls' hands. And on uh, one more little teaser before we get started, we're also excited about the new apparel that's going to be yes. coming soon. If you're uh, watching on YouTube, you can see this hat. If you're listening, you'll have to go Got on some questions YouTube. about the hat. And uh, we'll just go ahead and let people keep wondering. Because they'll have to keep their eyes open for uh, the rest of the year and uh, watch out for those those limited apparel drops. And we're going to get uh, moving on into the first question here. Let's do it. And their name is going to be concealed for the nature of this question. Have you ever heard of this? When cleaning myself after using the bathroom, I ejaculate pre-cum. This has been happening for years, but only happens if I haven't had sex in a few (laughs) days. Any ideas? Maybe pressure on the prostate. Uh, Yes, it is related to the prostate. It's hilarious. Uh... Do you, I wonder if 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 uh, you listen to this, do you feel the sensation of an orgasm, or is it just a little bit of precom? So that is actually a uh, the pressure on the prostate. I actually would would hope that you actually go look into that. Just make sure your prostate's okay. Um, if you're feeling like a sensation of like you have to pee really bad when you don't, or you have to pee very frequently and that's happening, there is some some pressure. Your your prostate could be swollen, and you should absolutely look into that and make sure that it's okay. Um, but you know, outside of that, you're just coming all the time, I guess. <laughs> Next question. Am I crazy or did they used to sell sugar-free Pedialyte and now they don't? So I don't know. They may have. Um, but you know, thinking about what Pedialyte does and what it's for, it does make sense for there to be a little bit of, of carbohydrate and sugar in there to transport that stuff into the muscle to help hydrate the body. So I'm, I'm going to say that there may have been a sugar-free one, but I, I don't remember it. All right. And um, you want me to go through this whole one or you want me to go straight to the question? <laughs> I think you should read the whole thing. Read the whole thing. All right. <laughs> it starts off saying – It is brutally hot in here. Uh, depression is one ugly animal. I am thankful for a salary job, but still the hustle on the side. Early in Q2 of 2017, I got screwed over by a business partner in an entrepreneurship so- type of side gig. I developed my exit strategy, cut all ties overnight, and moved on. Naturally, I was riding the high of my new venture that I didn't get really get a chance to process what had just happened and what was happening. 
Uh, couple that with two failed relationships during 2017 and losing myself in the process of all this. Even with psychotherapy, my thoughts turned suicidal in mid-October 2017. I hid it from the girl I was seeing at the time and instead finally decided to say something to a few close friends who ultimately supported me and were at my side. The turning point was undoubtedly wiping the tears off of a friend's face while we stood at the entrance to my home. I think that's when I realized there may be a few people out there who legitimately care. The The plan was there and this was happening until that moment. I've somehow bounced those suicidal thoughts and somehow and having some coping strategies, I can use it if I feel myself starting to slip. But those thoughts can sometimes still creep up. I did a massive overhaul of my life and removed myself from any negative friendships, groups, situations, etc. In the process of that, I certainly alienated myself a bit, but I'm working on trusting people and becoming a bit more social. Obviously, this takes time. Much like yourself, I make decisions at work which impact both human lives and the financial bottom line. But I am lucky to be able to work anywhere in the country, so naturally I've considered moving. But concerned with this will further distance me socially. It's not easy having people constantly in your ear saying, if I were you, I would move. The hour I get at the gym each day is my saving grace. But it sucks when the 23 hours for it to roll back around, waiting 23 hours for it to roll back around. I keep busy with some side ventures and social outings, so I'm doing all the right things. I do have a mental health background, so at times I can be my own worst enemy. My, my question is as follows. How do you keep yourself mentally on the straight and narrow now that you're months down the road? I'm assuming it's a combination of changing your thoughts, surrounding yourself with good people, training, work, etc. But looking for your insight, I've come a long way and I'm still working at it to be the absolute best I can be. But as you know, there are good days and bad days. So how we reduce and eliminate? How do we reduce and eliminate the bad days? Thank you in advance. Best regards, Steve. I mean, there's going to be bad days no matter what. You know, you had a shitty 2017. So did I. 2017 was the worst year of my life bar none um between partners screwing me around stealing from me for going through a horrible divorce being finding out that i was cheated on more than once on my own damn credit card you know having my company attacked by somebody that i loved freaking fda raids i mean you name it i went through it um you know i uh number one i i i scared a lot of people that mean a lot to me and that alone is enough for me to want to stay positive and on the straight and narrow because I don't want people that I care about more than anything, whether it's my parents or my girlfriend or my staff thinking like, man, PJ, PJ might not be here anymore if he doesn't friggin' get his shit together. Um, but that is not the reason that you should want to change. You need to have it for, your, for yourself. It's got to come from within. And I, I learned that because, you know, I fell off a couple times last year and I, I was like, I got to fucking get my shit together, you know, for my parents. And it was finally when I was like, I need to get myself back together for me. Like, this is not who I am. Like, I'm not a loser. You know, I'm not somebody that just drinks every night, you know, that let his body go to shit. that stops working out. That's not who I am. Like everything about me was surrounded around healthy living for so many years. Like I got away from who I was and I just wasn't happy. I was like, what the fuck happened to you, man? Like, this is not you. And so that alone Coupled with how shitty my health had gotten, you know, it, it scared me straight, I guess. And so now I, I'm just so happy to be healthy and, and, and have the chance to have, like, real happiness. And I feel like, you know, people will often say, like, I have no regrets. And they tell me, you should have no regrets. Fuck that. I have major regrets about my, my marriage. I wish that I didn't marry that horrible person. And that's something I have to live with. But rather than dwell on it, I like to think, okay, well, I have my company. That was my baby that... No one's taken away from me. I have an amazing staff that I get to work with every day. I get to work with my dad every day. You know, I have people in here that are like brothers and sisters to me. 
Um, and um, I have a lot of really good things going on. So how how dare I like screw it up when there's people out there that have cancer or you know live on the streets? Like how dare I like like feel sorry for myself? And because um, it could always be a lot worse. So for me, like the desire to just be a better version of who I became, but but building from that, be a better person than the person that I was who I liked a lot before. You know, that's the motivation that I, that I have within me every day. And I think that if you don't get to a point where you have that motivation within yourself, you're not going to be the way that you need to be, you know, and, and you have to figure out what out what that is from within you, you know, like you, you, you had two really shitty relationships. Well, maybe you're just not in a spot where you should be having a relationship right now. And, um, once you start focusing on building these like little positives, they turn into bigger positives and there's always going to be some bad shit that happens, you know, like things can go really, really good. And then something horrible can happen and that's life. And like, you can't let that throw you off. You know, last year I would be doing good and then something crazy would happen with my divorce and I'd be like, fuck it, I'm going to go get hammered. You know, and that's, you can't do that. You have to just accept that's the way that life is. Life's going to fucking put you on your back and you got to just get up. You just got to get up and go. Otherwise, you're just going to let yourself get your ass kicked. And it happens to people every day, but you don't want to be a statistic like that. So, you know, it's, I can't give you advice on the decisions that you have to make i can just tell you you've got to want it for yourself and no one else and when you are able to accept that and realize it it makes everything fall into place a lot easier all right and the next question is from our girl claudia lopez she says hey pj and josh thanks for the podcast it is my favorite this is claudia your biggest fan from spain i just wanted to tell everybody that they need to get on entice like right now after the Kendra Lust podcast, I got so curious, asked PJ to send me a bottle. He sent me one and one for my boyfriend. He didn't think it was going to make any difference. We always have great sex every day, and he's running a test cycle. But we tried it as soon as we got it, and it is awesome. I don't want to give you all the dirty details, but I was wet immediately and came a lot more than I usually do. He got the biggest, he got the longest boner ever, long in time. I don't know if this is, if this is how you say it. Excuse my English. I absolutely recommend it. Thank you so much, PJ. Now, here's my question for you. I have never used any steroid or substance, but a few months ago I decided to take Anivar, real Anivar. It's easy to get from a pharmacy here and not any random lab. It was 10 milligram tablets I took once a day, but after a week I stopped because I got the worst acne on my back and I've never had acne. One month after that I started to take 10 milligrams of Ligandrol a day and I know your favorite SARM for women is Ostream, but I didn't know back then. I took it for six weeks and I gained a lot of muscle mass and strength. With no side effects, I didn't even lose my period. It's been a month now since I stopped taking it and I started a cut. My current supplementation is creatine, paraburn, Trojan horse, and glycolog. On high-carb days, also protein powder and pre-workout. I don't want to lose muscle mass with caloric deficit. What do you recommend I do? Do you think I could take one of the Blackstone Labs safe for women's subs or maybe Austrian? Thanks again. Huge hug, Claud- huge hug Claudia Lopez. Um, first of all, this is probably my favorite question that I've had in a while. And, and the, the lead-up the lead to the up question was phenomenal. I'm actually on her Instagram right now, just in case you don't know who she is. She's always looks so happy in her in her pictures so i i knew exactly who it was as soon as i heard the name because she's in the legion she poses really good here's her in her her little bikini so the reason i'm even showing you this is because while you were reading that i was imagining her and her man having sex true and i'll probably only imagine her like that from now on based on this question yep well look how happy she is i know she's always smiling i remember and this is before i sent her the entice these 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 pictures let's let's look at one of her last pictures oh yeah look how happy she is that's post entice she's extra yeah Extra. extra smiley and happy because she's getting off with her man. So I'm glad that you love Entice. And this is the reaction that I get from everybody about it. They love it. It's good. People always think it's going to be bullshit. 
It's no, not. I mean, I've tried it myself when it first came out, and it definitely works. Even douchebag um, Nemchuk, who everything in his life sucks and is miserable, even he took it. And, and um, he was like, dude, it's really good. Try to sue me for that, by the way, buddy. Um, and uh, you'll lose again. Uh, it's an inside office joke. So um, Zach will get mad at this, by the way. Uh, fucking forgot where I was going with this. So um, the back knee, as we call it in the meathead community, should not have happened from uh, Anavar, is Oxandrolone. Um, very odd. Very odd. Um, I'd have to really look at your blood work and see why that happened because there is no androgenic property to Anavar. It is purely anabolic. So you really should not have had that happen. I, I, I have only seen this happen when people get fake Anavar and it's probably like some sort of methylated compound, like <laughs> fucking one of our old pro hormones or something. Um, if you really truly did get it from the pharmacy, you got me kind of stumped on that. Uh, it may have just done something where just that extra anabolic compound in your body kind of altered your hormones. I don't know if you're taking birth control. It, they're, 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 I'm assuming there has to be something else that, that, that played into it. But, hey, you got two options. One, never take Anavar ever again. Uh, or two, try it again and see if you use a different source if that happens again. Because usually Anavar is, is extremely safe and effective for women. Uh, 10 milligrams is all you need. It goes a long way. Now, the LGD, on the other hand, should have, in theory, did what the Anavar did and, and made you have, like, you know, some androgenic side effects because it is androgenic, which is why I like Austrian more than LGD for women. Um, but it seems like you got good results from it. If you got great results from it, then use the LGD again. Um, I, I think that you should try Austrian and see how you do with 10 to, at the most, 20 milligrams a day. I think that you'll like it a lot. Um, if you're pressed for time for the show and you don't want to have any kind of, you know, flare-ups like you did with the Anavar, then just don't do the Anavar until, you know, down the road. Um, but if you ran the LGD fine, there's no reason why you can't run it fine again. All right. <clears throat> did I answer your next... questions the right way? Yeah, I think so. I think it was just uh, if you recommended Austrian or another. I, I love Austrian. Blackstone so. safe for women. Yeah, everything else that you're doing is good. You can take antigenin completely safely. You can take a little bit of – you can take one abnormal a day. I know a lot of girls that, that are on our team that are doing that. So Yeah, try the abnormal. I mean, if you already went the uh, the hardcore Anadrol route, mm -hmm. I mean, might as well uh, – Anavar, not Anadrol. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she took the Anadrol and just started – The, the <laughs> Anadrol, then she just started really humping everything. Maybe it was Anadrol. <laughs> Next one is uh, from, from Haradav. Uh, hi, PJ Braun. This is your favorite person in the world. I want to ask you something, but I feel bad because I'm literally the only person not asking you about fitness. You're the CEO of an Inc. 500 company. I feel like asking you about fitness is kind of like ask, asking a certain someone who fasted in the Judean desert for 40 days and asking him about his water intake instead of asking him about eternity and etc. No offense intended to anyone. Just to illustrate my point, K, peace out, bye. Lots of love to you. So no question. No question. Just a statement nope. from Haradav, a.k.a. Girly Man, my favorites. What's up? Hello. <laughs> Haradav, you see what, what, what my friend Genova did to me? Ay, ay, ay. I'm not even going to get into it. Let's just ignore it. This kid is the worst, though. All right, next one is a three-part question here. Thanks in advance for your time. Number one, you suggest a carb-up or refeed day on keto while others say that a carb-up day is not intended, especially for someone with more ex more than extra body fat to lose. Is it absolutely needed? Please explain why, and is it a good and a good way to go about it? Uh, example, one day or one meal, what kind of carbs? Number two is, could you please give a detailed way to switch from keto or carving up to pre-contest to finish the Beat PJ contest? With full muscles along with sodium and water manipulation, what would be the best way to come in full, dry, and looking the best for the final pitchers? Number three, 
Super draw and anadrol seem to give a lot of indigestion and appetite suppression. What's the best way to take these one compound at a time, not together while still getting your food in, not feeling like you're going to puke, puke up fire all day. Long questions here. Sorry about that. You're the shit. And I greatly appreciate it. Thanks Z. Very good questions. All right. So let's talk the keto question first. Um, I do think that you need to have a cheat meal. Um, and I will explain why. When you are, are dropping weight on a ketogenic diet, your body gets, will adapt to it. So when people are, are, are eating for their macros, they're making adjustments, right? When people are doing a carb cycle, there's consistent ad- adjustments. If you're on a ketogenic plan, where do you adjust? Do you reduce the fats? Do you reduce proteins? You know, where do you really adjust? You, you, you have less options, okay? So you're going to get to a point if you just keep dieting that your body's going to adjust and then you have to pull things out. So instead of, of doing that... What I usually tell people is give it a couple weeks, right? Two weeks in, you should have lost a a decent amount of weight. You should lose that shit water weight that you were holding before. And this is where you add in a cheat meal that should be carbohydrate rich, and I'll explain why. When you have a cheat meal on a keto diet, you don't go out and eat a bunch of ribs. You know, you go out and have a prime rib. Um, That is not – this is why I don't like the term cheat meal, okay, because a cheat could be anything. People have used the phrase refeed, but what you're doing is you're, you're, the reason that you're putting the carbohydrates in, and I usually tell people, have like 200 grams of carbs. Go, go hard. You know, eat a bunch of pasta. Eat a dessert. You know, get a variety of carbs in because you're going to stimulate your thyroid. You're going to stimulate your metabolism, and you'll know it because you're going to get really sweaty and hot. Your heart's going to start racing, and you're going to get tired. But because of that boost that you're going to see, you're going to become more thermogenic, and it'll keep your body adjusting accordingly to what you're doing. Now, do you have to have one every week? No. I think that you should not go more than two weeks without doing it. But once you remove those cheat meals, then to to keep the body adapting, you have to remove calories or increase cardio, which is not always ideal. So listen, if you have to lose 100 pounds, do you have to have a cheat meal every week? No. But by, by putting yourself into a mode where you're only eating something you know, X amount of calories every day, day in and day out, your body's smart enough that will adapt. And if you're somebody that's genetically really heavy, you're probably genetically someone who's, who's predisposed to holding fat and you need to keep your body guessing. Now, if you're somebody like Juan Morel, for instance, who's got a crazy metabolism. And when he was working with Dave Palumbo, Palumbo had him do a keto diet. He would do an entire refeed day where he would just take in massive amounts of calories, like over a thousand grams of carbs a day. And for him, it was kind of bringing his body back to where he needed to be because he was burning so much. So he'd burn off a couple pounds of fat during the week, and he'd start feeling flat and empty. Then he would load himself up on you know a Sunday, get in the gym Monday, train his ass off. But by like Wednesday or Thursday, he was already back down to where he started, and now he's back losing again. So he did it as strategy to keep himself from losing too fast. So it really depends on what you're doing. Are you somebody that's clinically or morbidly obese? Or are you somebody that's in good shape but just trying to pull some weight off faster? You're going to have a much different approach. So you have to individualize it there. Second question was? Uh, give a detailed way to switch from keto to carving up pre-contest to finish the beat PJ with full muscles along with sodium and water manipulation. What would be the best way to come in full dry and looking the best for the final pictures? Sure. So if, 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 you're, if we're trying to do this for the final pictures, you got to go extreme. So what I suggest is rather than doing a cheat meal, you remove the fats for a few days, okay? So let's say you remove the fats for either two or three days. You're doing just protein and veggie. You're going to be very, very empty at this point, all right? So now what you would do here is rather than having a cheat meal, you're going to keep the fats out and add in, let's say, let's go conservative and say you're going to add in 25 grams of carbs at each of your meals, all right? So that is probably enough where total 
it would be a cheat meal. But instead, you're spacing them out throughout the day and you're letting your body get a chance to absorb those carbohydrates the right way. Because when you stop eating carbs for a while, you know, the, the enzymes necessary to break them down become somewhat dormant in your system. So you've got to let your body know, like, hey, I'm going to reintroduce these carbs now. By doing a crazy cheat meal, you're going to get all this insulin release and everything else, take yourself out of ketosis, and you're kind of slowing down the process. So doing it this way enables you to get those carbs in and and be able to transition. So that day that you put them in, my advice is to go back down again to, you know, just the protein and veggies for a day or two, then put them back in and see how you respond. Now, doing it like this, so you're not getting the, the luxury of a cheat meal, you're letting your body get acclimated to having that little bit of carbs in each meal again, and then you'll be able to efficiently carb up. So a lot of people that run keto for a very long time, when they compete in bodybuilding shows, they say, I, I couldn't get full, I couldn't get a pump, I couldn't fill myself out, I felt really flat. And that's because realistically, your body can't process all those carbs because they're just not used to it. Um, and it takes a lot of those guys, you know, it happened to me in 2007 where I ate for like three days after the show before I filled out. I was eating burgers, pancakes, everything, and finally filled out. But my body was so empty that I wasn't really processing the carbs the right way either. So give yourself time to strategically add them in, and then you should be able to do a normal little carb up at the end. Do not get crazy with variety on the carbs. Keep it simple. Stick to white rice, cream of rice, things that digest really easily like that, and try to have an equal amount. Like I said, let's say 25 grams per meal. If you're a bigger person, if you're a larger guy, you could probably go up to 50 grams per meal. Um, and if you are using, you know, let's say 40 or 50 grams of carbs per meal, I would take the glycolog with it because you're just going to process it even better. And um, by the way, glycolog uh, <laughs> 20. <laughs> yes. Glycolog uh, 20. Um, <laughs> go ahead and use that. Look at Eric Reedon over there. Are you not interested oh. in what we're talking about oh, here? I'm boring him. <laughs> he doesn't listen to our podcast. He's reading Gary Vee. Oh, shit. You got the fitness Gary Vee. Um, shout out to Gary Vee. So, yeah. So that is my advice to you there. And then the final question was... Super draw and anadrol. Uh, yes. Give a lot of indigestion and appetite suppression. What's the best way to take these? Uh, one compound at a time, not together, while still getting your food in and not feeling like you're going to puke up fire. All right. So this is what I liked about those two things is they're great pre-contest drugs because you can take them, stay full and hard and jacked and strong in the gym on lower calories. And you're and you're not worrying about being being hungry because it's actually actually curbing your appetite. So most of the time when I would use the anadrol, it was actually pre-contest. Uh, uh, and it would keep me full. I cannot use Anadrol or Superdrol in the offseason. It wrecks my stomach. Now, D-Ball does not do that to me. This is something that is very individual specific. I've spoken to people that can eat Anadrols all day and eat like a champ. And then I've talked to people like you or myself that can't do it. So you're just going to have to basically not utilize them. Or use them pre-contest when you're not eating anyway. Try some other stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question is... Um says, so I listened to podcast number 12, and my name was on there, but I guess not enough time for the question. Hopefully, number 13, you guys will get to it. So I started the contest once, and it got my subs on the 13th of January. Um, the hardcore stack, not the lean subs, the 13th of January, hardcore stack, lean stack. I want to say the progress being made is amazing. I've been noticing amazing gains along with leaning out. The subs are great, and the podcasts are phenomenal. Thank you. My, my question is, when someone says they... When they say someone looks flat muscularity-wise, what is the best way to help with that? Does one need to eat more or of something, or do we need to drink more water, or how can this be fixed? Thanks again, Santiago. Um, repeat that last part for me. It says, when, someone, when they say someone looks flat muscularity-wise, uh-huh. okay. what is the best way to help with that? Does one need to eat more mm-hmm. of something, or do we need to drink more water, or how can this be fixed? Here's the deal. You're always going to feel flat when you're dieting. It's psychological, yes, because – 
when you're eating a lot of food, it's easier to glycogen load and fill yourself out. If you're on a keto diet, you're always going to feel flat. So get past that because once you're super lean, you're going to look really good. And many people feel flat when they're in that in-between stage of you're not fat, but you're not ripped either. And shit's not popping because you don't have all that glycogen loaded up, swelling you out through your skin. So what can you do to make yourself feel a little bit more full? Salt and water. Salt your food and drink a shitload of water. You will hydrate the muscles more. The muscles are basically like balloons that can fill themselves up with water. So if you take a balloon and let's just say you take two balloons the exact same size, right? And imagine that that the balloon is your muscle. And you put it on the sink and you fill it up with like, I don't know, four ounces of water. Well, that outside of the balloon, right, that, that's your fascia. And the inside, the water, that's, that's the muscle. So imagine if you filled it up with like 12 ounces of water. It's going to stretch out that balloon a lot more. And that's what happens to your muscles. You, you can glycogen load with very low amounts of glycogen if there is salt and water present. If there's not any salt, you have nothing to hold the water in. And if you're not hydrating properly, then you don't have anything to suck up into your muscles. So that's just a simple thing. I would have people that would be like, oh, I couldn't get a pump, this and that. I'd be like, look, stop working out. Go drink 32 ounces of water and just chill and start salting your food. Within a day or two, they'd be like, oh, I feel so much better. So psychologically, you're always going to feel flat. If, if you're doing a bodybuilding show, for instance, and you feel full, then you're not in shape. You're not in shape. Palumbo used to say that all the time too. If you're shredded, you're going to feel flat because you're empty, but you're going to look damn good. So you just got to get, get by that point. That kind of goes hand in hand with that last question about the uh, carving up. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you need to add some sodium and some water there at the end. Yep. Next question comes from Brandon Rash, who is a part of the Legion. He says, hey, man, I'm always uh, impressed with your, you and Blackstone Labs. It's amazing to be a part of it. My question is, I just started using Glycolog, and my mind is blown. The stuff is awesome. A friend who competes referred me to the, the stack Glycolog with Carbolin and uh, Archaeondic Acid. Arachidonic Sorry. Acid, yeah. Arachidonic Acid. I'm not sure what the Arachidonic Acid is. Would you suggest this when I would, when I would take everything? Uh, what even would the effects be? Also, do you take Glycolog even not on training days? And thanks again for everything you do over at Blackstone Labs. Uh, you're welcome. So here's the deal. I don't think that he said arachidonic acid. And if he did, I don't know why he would say it because he probably meant alpha lipoic acid. So alpha lipoic acid mimics insulin in a way where it's going to help shuttle everything um, with the glycolog. There really is no reason to take the arachidonic acid there. So arachidonic acid is omega-6 fats, very good for your heart. And if you listen to podcast number 12, I actually get into detail in it in the beginning of the, of the episode. So go back to episode number 12 and I speak about arachidonic acid. Now for you, I'm going to make your life really, really easy. You don't have to do any of that. Just take the glycolog with formula 19. Formula 19 is essentially carbolin, glutamine, leucine, and the alpha lipoic acid, which I think is what he was telling you to take all mixed up together in one convenient scoop. That's why I made it like that. And uh, was that formula 1920? Yes, that would be <laughs> Formula 1920. <laughs> All right, the next one comes from Tom Lancey. I was uh, recently prescribed uh, Synthroid 50 milligrams a day by my doctor for my underactive thyroid. I have been taking testosterone sip 250 milligrams a week. Would I be okay continuing the test sip while taking the Synthroid, or should I, should I do a lower dose or come off completely and run a proper PCT? I was also taking Chosen One and I'm almost done. If I continue the gear and run out of Chosen One, will I be okay having that gap from when I end Chosen One to when I run PCT after the gear cycle? Thanks. Do not stop the gear. The gear is not affecting your thyroid. Um, take the Synthroid. Take your gear. And um, absolutely, Chosen One will work great with that also. If you are going to abandon the Chosen One, make sure you're still on the gear. Um, if you're stopping the gear, then yes, you're going to need to do PCT, but you're not, you don't want to stop it all abruptly without doing PCT. Take it all. Yep. Take it all. The gear, the chosen I mean, it's, one. It's, it's really a simple que- question Synthroid, to answer. Take it yeah. all. 
<laughs> Next one is about keto salt. He says, hey, PJ, in your 10th podcast, you mentioned something about keto salt. May I ask you what the ingredients are? Mr. Be- I, I can't even – I don't even know what that is. Uh, it's very simple. Just Google BHP salts and everything will come up for you. That's it. It's just one ingredient. It's salt. 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 It's a salt. salt. All right. Next one comes from Anthony from Philadelphia. He says, hey, PJ, thanks for taking my questions. I first became interested in your supplements through one of your athletes that I went to high school with, Lindsay Moreno. Shout out, Lemfit. Lemfit. I've always thought of her as a very cool, down-to-earth person that wouldn't steer anyone wrong. When I reached out to her, she was more than accommodating. The only issue I had was a lot of your products were sold out. Obviously, this means everyone must be buying them. I guess you're a businessman, and this is a cool but frustrating, this is cool, but a frustrating issue to have. Have you made any adjustments to assure your demand for these products are readily available? Also, while doing research on you and your company, I came across some negative media pertaining to the previous partners and unhappy athletes. How do you overcome this adversity? Thanks, PJ. Um, as far as the negativity, whenever you do awesome at something in life, people are going to hate on you. So it is what it is. You just got to – for every negative thing that's out there, there's 50 positive things. So I just choose to dwell on the good stuff. And when, when people get under my skin – it's not because they're really getting under my skin. It's just because that's just my personality. And like, I don't mind people like ca- coming at me because I'm going to come right back at them. Um, it doesn't really like change the way I sleep at night or anything like that. As far as the initial question on the product. So I would like to say that you're right, but you're not. <laughs> we, this is the only time this has ever happened to us and it's been extremely frustrating. We have been at the mercy of the FDA. The FDA came in and took. Um, two truckloads of product out of our warehouse. They took money from the bank. And then recently they went and they raided my manufacturer, who's also my partner, and they took like $3 million of raw materials. So the reason that we were out is simply because we couldn't make products. We we had our products taken from us. And then and it, when it came down to making more, they took the ingredients to make more. So we, we, it, we there was nothing we could do. It was like as if we had a water company and our spring dried up and when we, you know, had a backup plan, you know, water truck came in and they came, they took the truck too. So we're just sitting there with an empty spring. You know, I mean, people need water; they're thirsty, but we got no, we got nothing to put in the bottles. So you can't get blood from a stone. You cannot get blood from a stone. As I've I've used that line a lot. Um, we have gotten most of the products back in, and as they have come in, we've actually been reordering more to make sure that we have an excess inventory, which actually hurts me because I have to lay out all that money up front. Um, however, we as a company have, you know, suffered because of that. Fortunately, we're a big enough company where it's not putting us out of business, but we had frustrated consumers like yourself. We had a very frustrate, frustrated boss because I can't make money if we're not selling anything and I have to worry about paying my staff. So just to let you guys know, you know, there's a lot of people that would probably be scared to throw a number like this around, but just for me to break even and keep the lights on and make sure I make payroll, I have to do about $725,000 a month. That's, that's a factual number. So when I'm missing almost all my products to sell, I'm in my head like, damn, I've got to somehow find a way to sell $725,000 just to pay everybody and keep the lights on here and to pay the bills. And when you have to figure out how a way you're going to make that money by selling things and you have no things to sell, mm-hmm. it, it becomes a difficult very, situation. Very, very difficult. This is part of the reason why I was very stressed for much of last year and it led into this year. But now um, I would like to say shout out to my dad for, for remaining positive this whole time and saying that he felt the things would be straightened out, straightened out by March to mid-March. I thought that he was wrong and that it looks like things won't be straightened out until July. Well, it seems like fortunately for the company, he was more right than me. Most of the product has been trickling back in. We've got Anagenin back in. We've got Epicat back in. The Recomp was the first to get back in. We've gotten 
uh, more resurgence in. We're still out of Euphoria. That should be any day. We're still out of Apex Mail. That will be next week. All of the dusts will be we'll, – we'll also actually have two completely new formulas of dust. So not only are we getting the, the stuff that we had back, but we're going to have new formulas all within the next 30 days. We have a new pro-hormone called Equalizer that we've been talking about for a year. Looks like we'll have that within 30 days. Um, that's probably going to be direct-to-consumer only to start. Um, but, you know, things are all sorting themselves out now. We're very happy. Plus, we have the apparel. Plus, we have the ice cream. So things are all working their way out. I apologize that um, the lovely Lindsay – you know, turned you onto the brand and you weren't able to buy some of the things. But I can tell you in six years was the first time this happened. And, you know, it, you know, we had to overcome the adversity and, and get our, ourselves through it. Um, you know, it, 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 trust me, like for, for each person that was mad that didn't get the product, imagine how I feel knowing that I can't give you guys the products, knowing that I'm losing money every single day because of this. And, and I really felt it was a very unjust situation that we were treated unfairly. Um, and we're still going. We're still going at it. There, there's no end in sight to the current fight that we're in. So I don't know why, but you just said uh, something about ice cream and apparel both being on the way. And, and I just thought maybe we should make some ice cream-based apparel. Ice cream-based apparel. Yeah. You just lick it all off. Yeah. Ice cream, you scream. We all scream for ice cream. <laughs> uh, I think we should let Lindsay Moreno be the model for, for those. I, While we're on the subject of her. <clears throat> Do you think that she's really that nice or or this is for the, 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 the Anthony from Philly? Please answer this question by sending us a DM to the Blackstone Labs Instagram. Yes, and, <laughs> and allow us to post it on our main pages. Um, or is it just because she's really pretty? Do you think that if you would think that she really was really nice? honest and you don't want us to post it, then just, just go ahead and let us know? Yeah. Is it? Did you just like super kiss up that because she's really pretty? Or she is. Did and, you and think that she was really super? Down he gave her a solid plug. He gave, oh yeah, he plugged dropped it. Out, don't don't get me wrong. If I were you, I'd be plugging too. Yeah, plug away. <laughs> plug it up. <laughs> oh man! All right. The things that happen on this podcast. Yes, Eric is not reading anymore. Ah <laughs> uh, well, I mean, good good questions today. Um, in the, closing, the pre-com one was was uh, that was I a great way to, to start it out. I actually so you know I I keep keep score for uh, for Clay on when uh, the question is finished so he can make sure to put that in the in the caption and that that question just threw me off so far that the the first two questions didn't even get dated and the timestamp he's gonna have to go through and, and find those himself because I was just so <laughs> trying to get past them so fast. <laughs> well, Eric, I, I I was like, hey, how many questions are there? And he was like, ten or eleven, depending on whether or not you want to answer the, the pre-com question. And I was like, of course I want to answer the pre-com question. Now you've got me just another day. You've got me enticed. Lab. Hint, hint. Enticed. Um, we have uh, IV day today. And we also have the real Tarzan coming in today. So by the time you guys hear this podcast, you will know that I signed the real Tarzan to our company. And we're going to go hunt some gators and, and iguanas and snakes and shit with him. And um, he is going to show us how he trains because he's in phenomenal shape. And he is a former college football player. So we're diversifying the brand, the portfolio of Blackstone Labs. We, we are, uh, you know, most, most people here at Blackstone Labs are Florida native. But, you know, we are just amateur uh, gator wranglers, wranglers. And he's going to show us how to, how to wrestle them professionally. Yes, Pro- without dying. Professional gator wrestler. I'm excited. He's got such giant snakes and, and things on his Instagram. His awesome just, shit. He had a giant rabbit. Did you see that rabbit? Dude, that thing was bigger Terrifying. than my dog, and I have a 110-pound dog. I would not go near that rabbit. <laughs> That's a definitely like, I'm not afraid of shit. You could put an alligator in my office. I'll go pick it up. I will not pet that rabbit. Yo, you, you put me in a dark room, 
and tell me to find the furry thing. And I find that at first, I'm probably going to be like, oh, this is cool. Until I realize how large that animal Scary. is. You flick the light on, I'm out of there. That was the biggest rabbit. Yeah, ever. you guys, go to the real Tarzan's page. Find him. He's got like half a million followers. He's got some crazy shit on there, like stuff with him with tigers, snakes, alligators, whatnot. But he had a picture where he was holding, it was literally the world's largest rabbit. I mean, the freaking thing was like enormous. It's, it's giant. It's, it's bigger scary. than my mastiff at it's home. It's very, very scary. Like, I don't, I don't know how, what, what kind of abnormal genetic breeding goes on near what nuclear plant to make that happen. But <laughs> something like, nuclear. That was something straight out of the He, like, went through that green shit that the Ninja Turtles and Splinter went through. Like, an upgraded version of that. Because, like, think about how little regular rabbits are. I know. Uh, imagine if that was the Easter Bunny, how horrible, like, kids would feel about terrifying. Easter. Terrifying. Fuck that. I don't want that thing anywhere near me. No. I hate to say it, but fuck that rabbit. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's too big for me. I think on that note, we will uh, go ahead and end it with fuck that rabbit. <laughs> exactly. We got a lot of uh, DMs, I did at least, about the kangaroo that we discussed in the last... Oh, uh, the, the underground kangaroo yes, boxing ring? the underground... Yeah, yeah. I did too. I, I had a couple of friends asking me about the, uh, the underground kangaroo boxing rings. Any, any Australian listeners out there, please, again, DM the Blackstone Labs Instagram. Let us know if there are any underground kangaroo boxing rings that you guys know of. Like here in Miami, people like, you know, they, they like, like Michael Vick, they fight pit bulls and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but you know, you should let us know about the kangaroo. See, I feel like people like hate dog fighting, but I feel like they'd support kangaroo fighting. I, I would only support kangaroo fighting if they wore boxing gloves. What if somebody trained the champion kangaroo to fuck up that big rabbit? That's not fair. The rabbit can't even wear an eight pound glove. I know, but the rabbit the kangaroo is so like big. throwing. It's a, a nuclear affected rabbit. Better question: Are the kangaroos allowed to take equalizer? <laughs> For research purposes only, yes. For only for- We're researching to see if it can actually handle itself against the giant rabbit. Yeah. Well, I mean, and again, Australian listeners, if you have any kangaroos, let us know what the equalizer does. Let us let us know Please. how your kangaroo is affected by equalizer. People are going to start DMing me like, should I give my kangaroo JHRP6 or should I do whatever new letters and numbers are mixed up in there in the peptide world? And I'm going to tell them, I don't know. Not quite sure. Just our, our, kangaroo, our kangaroo got great results from it, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's close out. That's, that's the best way to close right there. All right. Later, guys. Peace out. Bye.